Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. All right, let's go. Welcome, everybody. It is the Friday edition of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer in the 630 Chad Studios. Hey, I'm in the 630 Chad Studios. How awesome is that? Because we have been everywhere here of late uh, on uh, Oilers Now. Uh, last night, we're at the West Edmonton Mall Oilers Autograph special, uh, Session. Thank you to everybody that came over. and was really nice and kind and, and didn't tell me the truth, which is that they would have been a lot happier getting something signed by one of the players than a stiff like me. Uh, the night before, we had the privilege, at least, uh, hey, it was a privilege. It was an ugly result, uh, but doing the show in Vancouver, I can't even remember where we were on Tuesday on Oilers Now. I'm just, I'm trying to think about, oh, wait. Did I do Tuesday show, Brendan Escott? Did you do Tuesday? Uh, what was going on on Tuesday? Yeah, I did do Tuesday's show because we had a holiday on oh, Monday, and, and then I hosted Tuesday, and it we, was like, yeah, oh, we the flew league to, starts today. Yeah, we flew to Vancouver. <laughs> there you have it. Um, this is Oilers Now. Here's what we got coming down the pipe. Uh, we're going to take a uh, get to some uh, audio clips here momentarily on Oilers Now from head coach Jay Woodcroft along with Leon Dreisettle and Dylan Holloway at 525, a sit-down one-on-one conversation with Ryan McLeod. Daily face-offs, Frank Saravalli for the horses and horse race in Alberta at 535 for... Conlon Motorsports with our Oilers throwback feature, uh, former guy who could throw him, period. Uh, the former heavyweight champion of the National Hockey League from uh, now a Montreal-based media personality, evidence sporting icon George LaRock, and for legacy heating and cooling, John Shannon. Brendan, do you ever think about how lucky, like I'm just listening to, and I've been listening to Randy Kilburn for a long time. Like, Longer than you've been alive. That's how long I've been listening to Randy Kilburn over the years, okay? <laughs> and just just this whole situation in the Middle East right now. And, man, oh, man, it's 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 concerning, and people are aware, and people are smart, and we get to work in the, the toy department of life and talk about hockey, and it, it does kind of put things in perspective. That said, it is a little bit concerning. It's incredibly concerning, and for a league that requires cross-border travel, uh-huh. I wonder what that might mean. I don't necessarily think there's anything yet, but I wonder what the I will tell you there is something yet hmm. that uh, for people flying in specifically into Washington D.C., there's extensive uh, searching going on uh, at the airport for people flying into those cities. I mean, I got to tell you, and I think you know this. I was I was disappointed, but not surprised uh, by how soft the comments were from Amarjeet Sohi, the mayor of the city of Edmonton, uh, on uh, the issue and and who was the clear aggressor in this with the Hamas. And I contrasted that with Tim Cartmel, who's my counselor, who had much stronger words. And the reason why I wasn't surprised, I'm sure most of our listeners know this, but there was an infamous photo back in 2018 when Sohi at that time was a liberal minister on Justin Trudeau's cabinet and was in a photo op with Jasper Atwal uh, at a uh, television and movie event that had taken place in India, and Atwal was a convicted felon for an attempted murder of an Indian minister back in the early 2000s in BC. I thought it was a, a major guffaw, and uh, you know he ended up getting knocked out of his riding in 2019 federally, and then resurfaced as a mayor here in the city of Edmonton. So, uh, Cartmel could be an interesting candidate to watch in the future, by the way. A little bit more centrist than uh, some of the other members on our council right now. Just keep that in mind. But yes, that 
that is out there, you can find it. Uh, anyhow, I digress. Look, we get to talk about hockey. It's a fun thing. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Randy Bachman will be taking care of business at the River Cree this Saturday, October the 14th. Get your tickets now at therivercreeresort.com. The River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. Uh, we are on Twitter on X. Uh, you can tweet me at Oilers Now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott's a big part of the show. At Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Derek Scott, who 20 plus years ago in the infancy of uh, a show called Total Sports, uh, Brendan was... 20 years ago, what were you, eight or nine at that time? Yeah, I, was, I was in about the fifth grade. Yeah, that's lo- right. Longest four years of my life, grade five. Actually, my uh, that was the best year I had in school. Got straight A's. Mr. Proctor was my teacher out of Fulton Bale Elementary, the first year that they had Fulton Bale. But uh, Derek was uh, producing our show at that stage, Total Hockey, which morphed into Total Sports. I had a lot of fun. Uh, he's here tonight as well. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with uh, no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. The Oilers looking to rebound after just an awful performance. There's no way to sugarcoat it. They got pumped, and it was frustrating for everybody out there. And anybody, you'll hear George LaRock talk about the goaltending a little bit a little bit later on. Brendan, all summer long, Brendan, you were uh, with me all summer long. George would come on the air and he talked about goaltending. Bob, I'm concerned about goaltending. I actually don't think the 8-1 loss was on goaltending. I just think the team was that bad in front of them and it just kind of became a runaway. There were some bounces that really didn't lend themselves to a good look for the Oilers' defense, but you have to earn bounces as well, and they were doing nothing that was going to earn them a bounce. So, no, I don't think that anything that happened was a direct result of Jack Campbell, but, you know, that's also, uh, um, for a guy coming off the year that he had, that's a pretty tough start, regardless of how it unfolded. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Somehow, Cracker Jack has texted us out of the lovely province of Saskatchewan. Uh, You know what? Jerry Johansson has a saying, the agent, you never go wrong with guys that come from the letter S. Sweden and Saskatchewan. And the orders, by the way, likely to get Matthias Ekholm back tomorrow. He practiced again today. Uh, Cracker Jack says, everybody needs to calm down about the blowout in game one. There's 81 games left. Do you agree or disagree? Or conversely, are you already a little bit nervous? All right, let's go into the orders now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Excited to announce their women's only workwear store now open, located four doors north of their Direct Workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. Find out more at womensworkwear.ca. Uh, and Jay Woodcroft, orders head coach today, saying he's seen a good response uh, to uh, the loss in practice. The big meeting happened for us yesterday. We do our work and. As I said yesterday, it's, uh, you know, we're very direct and open with our communication. Uh, that's how we got better yesterday. Uh, today, I thought we went out and, and it was a quick, succinct, direct practice. We got what we needed. It was a good day for us. There you have it. Uh, Jay Woodcroft also said this about watching video after the loss. You know, when it comes to, to that, I think our players are a proud group of players. Um, no one was happy with that. Um, I think we addressed it. We used video to do it. It's not to rub anybody's nose in it. It's about us getting better and, and playing towards the standard that we know is there. And uh, as I said, 
that was game one. That was 48 hours ago. Our focus now is on bringing what we need to bring uh, to feel good about our game number two. Woodcroft is the Oilers head coach, and he added good news for Oilers fans. Matthias Ekholm looks good to go. Oh, yeah, I think he's had really good days, and I think part of um, us holding him back from the last game was more just trying us, trying to get as smart as possible with, you know, um, getting Matthias what he needs in order to feel ready to play. It looks good out, out there to me and looked like he had another good day. Meanwhile, Leon Dreisaitl of the Edmonton Oilers uh, had this to say on how the team addressed Wednesday's loss. Yeah, we, we, we've talked about the game. We went over it. Um, we, don't, we don't need to harp on it anymore. You know, we're ready for tomorrow. Um, I think you can expect a lot more effort from us as a group tomorrow. And um, again, it's, it's about looking forward. You know, it happened. Not, not ideal. Not the way we want it to start. But again, it happened. We'll move on. In that game, in the third period, Brendan, uh, both Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid, some might say, took some liberties. Uh, I might assert to you that sometimes really good players get frustrated uh, as games become runaway and show that frustration. And I frankly like that response more than the guys that go too quietly into that good night. Was that Dylan Thomas who wrote that poem? I'm, I'm, we'll look it up. We'll get you know what? We'll get uh, Derek to uh, look up uh, uh, who wrote uh, "Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night." Anyhow, Dylan something. Uh, here is uh, Leon Drysaddle on uh, taking a couple liberties out uh, on Wednesday night. Obviously, frustration kicked in last game a little bit. Uh, took a couple unnecessary penalties. Uh, you know, I'm a human being. <laughs> you know, I don't like losing, and um, you know, it's not like uh, it's not like that was the first time I've ever smacked someone. No, and it won't be the last. And it was Dylan Thomas who uh, wrote the poem. All right. Uh, meanwhile, Drysaddle uh, added this perspective on what the orders need to show early in tomorrow's game. I think just our competitiveness. Uh, I think I don't. I don't think we get enough credit for how how competitive we are as a team, as a group. Um, you know, a lot of people always talk about our skill, and, and um, you know that's that's fair, of course. But you know, we, we put a lot of hard work, in, and, and we're a really hardworking team. Um, so I think once once we get back into that, you know, we'll, we'll have we'll have a lot of success. But obviously, you, you, it's it's work. It's work to put in effort and. It's work to to grind, and and, and it's supposed to be hard, so um, we'll be better tomorrow. There you go. Uh, that is Leon Dreisaitl. Meanwhile, uh, the Oilers got good news yesterday. Dylan Holloway, Jay Woodcroft saying, hey, he's good to go. Holloway had these comments on West uh, Wednesday's block shot on the PK. It's my bad wrist. I had two surgeries on that wrist, and it kind of caught me right in the bone, which is close, and it hurt a lot, so I, just, I thought I messed it up again, but thankfully the x-ray showed no break, and uh, it's a little sore, but it's nothing that'll keep me out. All right, and Holloway also said uh, he's starting to feel a little bit more like a veteran. Yeah, definitely more comfortable. Uh, I know what to expect from uh, from teams. Obviously, uh, every team's a good team. All the players are hard to play against, so uh, there's no easy nights, and I think that just comes a lot for uh, preparation. I think that's one thing I learned a lot last year is preparing for every game physically and also mentally. That is Dylan Holloway of the Edmonton Oilers. Now, we do have a little bit of Oilers news here that came out uh, just after 1 o'clock. We're going to circle back into the top story. Keep this out of NHL today, which will be coming down the pipe after we take a commercial break. Again, our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. And the Edmonton Oilers signed someone today, Brendan. Yeah. 
Adam Ernie is officially in town on a one-year two-way deal worth $775,000. Earned the spot off of the professional tryout offer. I don't mind it at all. I mean, he was he's one of the younger guys, I guess, that was available on a PTO and somebody that brings an element of grit. He's not necessarily a full-on bruiser, but he's not going to shy away in the corners either. I don't mind it. All right. Uh, it is 518 in Edmonton. When we come back in orders now for Elite Promotional Marketing, we'll have NHL today and then we'll get to our sit-down one-on-one conversation with a guy who's an important part of the Oilers' future, Ryan McLeod. Bob Stoffer, uh, Brendan S. Scott, Derek Scott with you, and you're listening to Oilers Now. I think just in general, the whole situation, you know, under, understanding and, and seeing how happy people get and how how long they stand in line is uh, is quite crazy. And, you know, it puts, puts things in perspective sometimes. And, um, you know, they get 15 seconds with us and... Um, for, for that, they stand there the entire day pretty much. So, um, yeah, we got the best fans in the league. Um, we know that. We're very, very appreciative of, of them showing up and, and spending so much time. Um, yeah, it was, it was a great night. That is Leon Drysaddle of the Edmonton Oilers uh, talking about last night's event uh, over at West Edmonton Mall, the autograph session. It's never lost on me. If you've listened to the show, uh, it's been on 6.30, Chad, now for the last, this is the 13th season, albeit in a different time slot now. Uh, we know how good the fans are. And the orders are lucky. I mean, look, the building was full for the majority of the so-called decade of darkness. We have a year-round, two-hour-day show. The podcast numbers, Brendan uploads those. They're, you know, I don't know, top, uh, for a lot of the time, top five in Canada. And that's, it's not because... It's because we, the the Oilers are a huge brand. That's a given, but it's because of the engagement level of the fans and and how passionate the fan base is about the hockey team. And the players know it, and everybody that works for the organization knows it. And we know that it extends to just outside of Edmonton as well. I got Jim from Bakerville taking time to text me today and say, "Hey, it was great seeing you in Vancouver on Tuesday night." And people come over and say hi to just it, you know can help uplift you during the course of the day. Good stuff. All right, let's get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Two games in the league tonight. One of them is underway in New Jersey where the Coyotes hold a one nothing lead over the Devils. About 10 minutes away from puck drop and the Capitals hosting the Pittsburgh Penguins. Marcus Niemelainen hitting the waiver wire today. That's to make room for Matthias Ekholm's anticipated return tomorrow night. That game, 8 o'clock puck drop on 6.30, Chad, between the Oilers and Canucks from Rogers Place. Colorado locking up defenseman Devin Taves for Devon Taves, however you pronounce that, for uh, seven years, $50 million. Call him the the uh, $7.25 million man. That's his cap hit through 2031 now. Daniel Alfredson returning to Ottawa in some sort of capacity. Steve Stales brings him aboard. They're not sure exactly where he's going to land ultimately, so they're going to have him spending some time with the players and coaches now maybe ultimately transition to the front office. We'll see, but they bring the old captain aboard and what I think is probably a wily move there. Alan Letang uh, will coach Canada at the 2024 World Junior Championship this holiday season. I don't know who he is. Where is he from? Uh, the Sarnia Sting. I had to look it up too. And uh, so he's been in Sarnia for the last three seasons. He was also an assistant coach for the World Junior Squad in 2020 and last year in 2023. So he's got okay. some familiar- familiarity 
Brady. He also coached the Holinka Gretzky team this year to gold. So, uh, I had a texter asking me about this. Yes. So there we have it. Now Oil Kings this weekend? Guy. Yeah, they got games on uh, Sunday and Tuesday here against Red Deer, both of those, and then the Golden Bears and McEwen Griffins have a home-and-home home series. That'll be a fun one. Starts tonight at the downtown community guess, arena. Guess where I'm going right after the show's over. Hmm. DCA. Well, if you missed getting an autograph at the mall yesterday, now you know where to go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, go to our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Here's Ryan McLeod. Ryan, you get back in the lineup uh, after uh, not playing in the preseason. I mean, aside from the score, how did you think it went uh, the other night against uh, the Vancouver Canucks for you personally? Uh, you know, I was happy with how, how you know, my, uh, my body held up, so I was happy with that. But, uh, Obviously not the start we wanted the season. Uh, I think a lot we can improve on and uh, you know, a lot of motivation, you know, coming now, which, you know, should have been their first game, but I think, uh, you know, we're ready to go now. So, Ryan, you and Evan Bouchard the last two years in the playoffs, you sort of have become a bigger part of the team here. Uh, you got your contract extensions done. There are hopefully bridge deals for you guys, but just a thought on the opportunity that's maybe there for you guys to be the next wave of developed orders, prospects, and players to contribute to the team. Uh, yeah, you know, we've been, uh, me and him have been together for a while, you know, we know each other for, forever, and we're, you know, really good friends, so it's, uh, it's great to kind of grow through the system with them, uh, you know, it'd be great to, you know, spend our whole careers here, um, you know, it's great what we're building right now, and I think, uh, it's a very exciting time for, you know, all the, uh, Oilers and Oilers fans, so, you know, hopefully we could be, uh, be along for the ride and be some, uh, some key pieces in it. Um, the line with you and uh, Holly uh, Holloway as well as uh, Warren Fogel. You guys played a bit together last year. I recall the game in New York. Unfortunately, uh, you uh, you got nicked up in that game. But just, uh, I thought you guys had some good mo- uh, moments five on five against Vancouver. What is it about the trio of you guys? And is there an opportunity for you guys to kind of cement yourself as a, a line? And I know you played 14 minutes a game last year, but the other two guys didn't. A line that's out there on a consistent basis and can help support some of the best players in the world in your top two lines. For sure. Um, I think, you know, we all skate really well. We all, uh, you know, play fast. And I think our games, you know, you're playing down low in their end. And, um, you know, we want a bigger role. We want to play against those top guys, try and shut them down and, and create energy for our team. And, you know, I think the more nights we can do that, uh, you know, the less load it takes uh, or puts on the, uh, the top guys. It, it helps our team in the long run. So um, we're just going to keep, uh, you know, using our speed and, and our youth to our advantage. What, uh, what are the things you worked on in the offseason to help you get to the next level as a player? I mean, you've now established yourself as an NHL player. What do you have to do specifically to get to where you want to go to? Uh, you know, obviously, it's just a lot of confidence things, but um, yeah, I went down to, uh, to work with a shooting coach this summer, and I think it helped me a lot. It's more you know, about footwork and all that stuff. So um, you know, that was a big uh, thing that I wanted to work on this summer, and you know, hopefully uh, we see some more goals this year. Okay, it's opening night at home. You guys get a, it's not a do-over. You can't take back what happened the other night in Vancouver. You haven't been a part of something like that as an older player, uh, but just a, a thought on, on getting uh, back at it Saturday night. Yeah, it's a huge rebounding game for us. I know the, the fans will be buzzing, so excited for that. But uh, I think we need to come out as a completely different team and, and really get to our game early and and just kind of you know flush that one out of the memory and, and uh, start fresh. So I think you know, it's a great opportunity for us at home and uh, should be exciting. There you go. That is uh, the Edmonton Oilers' Ryan McLeod, and he is our Oilers now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. It is 528 in Edmonton at 530. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. Back with uh, horse racing for horse racing Alberta from Daily Faceoff, Frank Saravalli when we return on Oilers now. 911. 911. 911. What's your emergency? Ah, no! 
location. Stay with me. Hello? Are you there? Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.